0: Welcome to the Declutter Empress Radio podcast, a podcast to help you create a functional space wherever you roam. I am your host, Daria, and today we will discuss how to make your home your oasis. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Declutter Empress Radio. I am your host, Daria. Happy holidays. Tis the season. What are you doing up there? Or out there, I should say are you unwinding? Are you looking forward to having family time and friend time with those you love? Or are you already looking at 2024 goals? Or trying to ramp up fulfilling the goals that you had for 2023? Well, I'm here to say, listen, take a little time to just breathe. Breathe. for at least just a little bit. It's okay. Really. I was just talking to a friend the other day. And I said, one of the things that I really have done within these past few years, and I shouldn't say few, I should actually say even before the pandemic, was that was that I pretty much loved to get together with friends earlier on in the year, or throughout the year, instead of waiting until the very last second to catch up with everyone, because it's a lot of pressure. It's so much pressure to try to squeeze everything in, because it's the holidays. Instead, I chose to gather my friends, have a cup of coffee, have a cup of tea, go to dinner, instead of waiting until the very last second, the end of the year, to do it, because Friendships and family are so important. They really are. And I think that if we do it throughout the year, we really won't have this tense time of trying to squeeze everything at the end because this time is what I'm doing right now is just a time to re-energize. And trust me, I know that there is a season for everything but I know my energy levels, they just go down just, uh, just a bit li- little bit lower <laughs> at this time. No, it, it's everything besides the pumpkin pie and sweet potato pie and all that good holiday stuffing and everything that also contributes to the slow burn. I shouldn't call it slow burn, but you know what I'm saying. I think that it's so important at this time to be tender with yourself because you know that things are going to ramp up in the first quarter of 2024, but for right now, and I was so happy to hear this, I was talking with someone and they said, listen, we're going to just, can we just talk about this next year? It was such a relief. And I said, yeah, why not? Why not? Kindred spirits, and I like it, because pretty much I think most people are on relax mode or low energy mode about this time. So I say all that to say on my rant, thank you so much for uh, conversing with me on this. If you feel me, just raise your hand, not if you're in the car, keep keep both hands on the wheel, 10 and 2, if that's still a thing, yes, 10 and 2. Or uh, what is it, eight and, I don't know, (laughs) eight and five, five and eight. But I think it's a time just to take it easy on yourself. Take it easy, take it easy. Okay, but yeah, just take it easy on yourself. And I think if you have some goals as far as getting everything cleaned up, decluttering, that's a good thing too, but I wouldn't make it law. But I'm not mad at you if you do. I'm not. I do that myself. Like the last quarter of the year. It's like, okay, what files do I need to get rid of on my desktop? Come on, you know you have it. Let's do some digital archiving. As a matter of fact, I know Google had announced that they would be deleting emails that have not been touched, I think, in the past two years. And all you have to do is just log Log into one of them or a thousand of them if you have it. But all you have to do is log into the Gmail you haven't touched in uh, years to keep it activated. But it may be high time to really start to think, hmm, why do I have this email? Or why do I have all of these photos? And don't get me wrong, I love a photo. And I actually started going back to... Archiving in Shutterfly. I you used to use Shutterfly a lot because I used to print my photos, and I have I do have several albums, I do, and photo books. I don't have a lot of photo books. I only have um, two actually, but photo albums I do have from early childhood and everything. So, yeah. But I've started doing that to declutter my phone. And only keeping one or a couple of photos from a major event or something. Thank goodness for us who do have our memory still, our right minds to be able to think on the on family, on things that are important to us. But I will say there's always that thought in the back of my mind that in the event that I decide to just pack up and go. I can always have a place to physically store these albums, but in the event that I would ever need to have storage, I would just maybe rent a storage space or something. And speaking of which, have you seen the amount of storage spaces that have popped up lately? I don't know, wherever you wherever you roam, wherever you live, I think it's a it's becoming epidemic, I think. <laughs> every time I see a new plot of land or an uh, an old building uh, knocked down or a new lot being prepped for a new facility, my thought is, oh, I hope it's something fun. But I'm, I'm seeing all of these storage facilities pop up and I said, why is it that in... I am seeing it like almost on every corner. There's one that I saw in front of a school... There's another one that's in an industrial area. Then there was another one that was um, by a major mall. And I'm like, what is going on? Oh my gosh, what's happening? We have all these self-storage spaces. And this is not a dig on self-storage spaces at all because they have their purposes. I know I've used one and I will use one in the future for sure. But I think that uh, it caused me to pause a little bit because as I'm driving or walking, I'm like, why are there so many storage facilities that are popping up now? And of course, I went to Google and uh, looked it up and I located an article that was published in Time Magazine. And so it was titled, America's Clutter Problem, published in 2015. And it basically, it just to summarize, it talked about the consumption of uh, just stuff. And it went on to talk about online shopping growth and the expansion of low-cost retailers that have increased the buying. And What I thought was so funny, and it goes over history uh, starting back from the, going back to the Industrial Revolution. It's really interesting. It really summarizes the overconsumption that we have here in the U.S. and around the globe as well. But it also goes, it touches on the early 1970s when storage facilities began to emerge and this, like I said, again, no dig on the storage facilities at all. They all have their place. And so I talked about it with my sister, and I said, you know, this is an issue. People have too much stuff. And, of course, she's like, Daria, yeah, listen, just because you don't like a whole lot of stuff doesn't mean that everybody else doesn't like their stuff. And, and I get it. I totally get that. I, I, I understand but I did say, my gosh. So as I'm going down a rabbit hole online, I, I read somewhere where it was stated that people who own homes, not not everybody, of course, but there was something to the effect where a person was interviewed who was a homeowner, and they said, well, uh, this storage facilities are great because it helps me to move stuff here, to get rid of the access and move it to a storage space so I have more room in my house. And my goodness, that just, of course, hurt my heart. (laughs) But um, yeah, I mean, I think that if you have to go to the point of where you have to get storage or rent out storage space because you don't have enough room in your house or wherever it is that you reside, I think that that's some um, cause for pause. I do. Because it will be time to reevaluate some things. Because it's like, what is it that are you really using these items, number one? And number two, is this something that you're preserving for sentimental value? Like my photo albums, they're sentimental value of course. Now, could I scan them? Yes, but I just don't have, I'm not prioritizing scanning those right now. But I think those two things, is it sentimental? And why why am I hanging on to it? And number two, is this something that I'm using right now? I think just answering those two questions will really free up space in your home without having to spend extra money in renting out storage because it's just more clutter. I was looking at also a YouTube channel, one of the YouTube, um, and this person actually lives in another country. They moved from the U.S. to um, another country, and they were showing their entire storage facility that they had over here in the U.S., and it was just so much stuff, and this person finally decided that... I'm just going to get rid of this. I'm just going to get rid of this. I was overwhelmed watching it. But it's funny because when you realize how much stuff you don't miss, it's kind of like that fear of missing out. (laughs) Well, there's a fear of getting rid of this item in the event that I need it. But I think that it's so important to evaluate that because we just got too much stuff. But I thought that was interesting. But yeah, So in this 25, going back to this Times article, this, excuse me, I keep calling it Times, going back to this Time article, there was a, in here, where it it talks about a UCLA study that analyzed 32 Los Angeles families. And the mothers, they discussed the messiest rooms, the ones that were filled with things that were meant to make life better for them. And they said that it, the opposite thing occurred and that the levels of cortisol, that stress hormone, it spiked by bringing all those objects into the house. So I can only imagine when you're getting rid of stuff, you're just moving stuff around. You know, you you do work hard out the things that you want to get for your family, your kids. But then it's like you buy all these things and it's just stuff and it just piles up, which is um, this article also mentions too. So if you are in the mood to declutter this holiday season, I give you permission. Get the kids involved. Get Get the partners involved. Do it. You won't regret it. But I will advise to chill, relax, and watch those energy levels go up because you're not hanging, you're not having a bunch of stuff hanging around that can just suck all the energy out of you. And shout out to Marie Kondo too, because it was around this time that in 2015, she published her book about tidying up. I think that's what it was, I think. But yeah. And it's funny, it was no coincidence that this was happening at the same time of all of the expansion of self-storage spaces to help us all live clutter-free lives, for sure. So that's my five cents for today. And I give you, again, permission to renew, rejuvenate, and re-energize. I know that's what I'll be doing. Oh, and I also wanted to remind you, too, feel free to listen to that episode number 43 about stress-free meal prep. I interviewed the wonderful Catherine McCord, and we had such a fun conversation. She has a a cookbook, Meal Prep Magic, Time-Saving Tricks for Stress-Free Cooking. And she also has a website full of delightful recipes for your little ones, for your grown-up ones, for everyone. All right, y'all. Until next year, happy holidays and happy new year. I'll talk with you soon. Bye. Well, that wraps up this episode. Thank you for listening to the Declutter Empress Radio Podcast. My name is Daria. If you enjoyed this episode, I would like you to do two things. One, share it with a friend, a family member, or anyone who you think would benefit from listening to this podcast. And two, feel free to leave a rating or a comment. I would love to hear from you. And until next time, take great care of yourselves and live clutter-free. Talk with you soon.